everybody, welcome back to the Family Obsessive MMA Talk Show. Today we're going to talk about last week's fights and the recent news and uh, predictions for the upcoming fights. I'm Caesar. And I am Dylan. And uh, yeah, let's start this off. So, last week's fights, uh, biggest one, which is going to make one, Holly yeah. Holm versus Aldana. My dad really <laughs> wanted Aldana to win. Well, he's got that Guadalajara pride. Well, God, he, he, and Holly would take her down. She'd be like, she's tiring her out right now. And I put that. No, but she's getting her ass beat. Can we talk about how Holly got a takedown in each round? Five takedowns, one in each round. Our takedowns were pretty good. It, they they looked best. fantastic. I mean, and Aldana had good defense. Uh, she did. She did. Well, I mean, Aldana just pissed me off. She never stopped walking in a straight line. It was horrible. Like, learn some. It, I, I get fighting is hard when you're in the cage than watching it. However, when you're that directly just marching someone down without attempting to cut off the octagon in any way, like Holly didn't have to do any movement besides a circular motion the entire time. Did you see her change directions once? I, I don't remember her changing directions. I remember her circling right around the, or her left, her left the entire time. Like, I feel like that's the entire fight was that, and that was ridiculous to me. I yeah, no, to, uh, to paint the picture, uh, Holly Holm did really, really good circular movement, and Aldana never tried to cut off the octagon or tried to force her into a corner. She just kept on following her in a straight line, constantly pacing, and eventually getting flat-footed because she's just walking, and Holly Holm would be able to pounce in she would do the, she'd throw the same combo, straight uppercut, straight leg kick, over and over and over and over again. And that, and then Holly Hilm would take her down. And the side kicks, the side, she landed so many side kicks, like just walking off the side. It was, it was, it was just a clinic. It was a beautiful clinic. Yeah, no, they really blew Aldana out of the water and showed that Holly Hilm is still kick ass. At, at like 38. Yeah. She's like 38. She's about to be 39. Yeah. And she looks amazing. Okay, she looks like she's on steroids, but she looks amazing. She looks amazing because she's on so many steroids. Every time I see her walk out, walk out into a fight, she's, she's so just pacing around, and she's like jumping and twitching, and then a round goes by, and then she's still pacing around. She's and then fine. three rounds go Have by. Have you ever seen her get tired? Oh, it's horrifying. That's why. How many drugs does she have? It's ridiculous. Can we talk about how John Jones came out today and said that he did hide? He he admits that he hid underneath the the cage at a was it at his gym at yeah, Jackson Uncle Jim? He's the tweets between him and Izzy. They're getting out of hand. They're getting out of hand. I'm kind of getting bored. You're getting. I I get it and I agree. They've been going on for a long time, and but like, almost every single one's fire. Though. That's the yeah. Difference. Like they always have one that's good, but like I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, fight. Like, yeah, yeah. This is. Um, I agree with that. Done with this fight, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. I, yeah, I I don't see how they're gonna get that fight done right now because Izzy doesn't want to go up to two hundred five right now. John wants to be fighting at heavyweight, so. In theory, they're two weight classes apart. Yeah, no, I don't think that they're going to fight, actually. I don't think I they think will. Because Izzy's going to try, Izzy's going to clear Tanamira. That's probably going to happen in, what, March? Yeah, February. yeah. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, it'll, like take, it'll even, take a while. Yeah, because one, Jared has his fight 
upcoming as well. In October. So he has so, to win that, and then he needs recovery time, and then he needs a full camp against for a champion, a five-round camp. Yeah, it's like in so, April. Yeah, I think you're looking like March. Mm-hmm. I, I, but also there with scheduling. There's there's nothing really scheduled for January right now, but I'm thinking you're gonna have to put that Kamaru versus Burns fight on one of those. You're gonna have to put the well Davidson Figueredo is fighting a different person. Cody just lost his title shot. Yeah. So I I don't know. You got a February card open right now. Is Nate Diaz supposed to fight Masvidal? No, no, that, no, no. That's that's they're done. I know. I'm not bad at that. That was originally supposed to be January. Okay. But that's they're trying no, to make Colby versus as a as a five round co-main. To McGregor. Yeah. So if it's a five round co-main, does that mean it's interim, interim belt? Because why else would it be a five round co-main? That's not how co-mains work. Yeah. No, they're gonna try to make that too. Oh, that Kamari's that just feels yeah. That feels dirty. They fought. And you're going to give Masvidal the chance for an interim after getting his ass handed to him by Kamaru? I get that I get that Masvidal was not in his best state going into that fight, but that was ridiculous. They could do some spin-off with the BMF belt. He's defending his BMF belt? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Cody's like, I have the America belt. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they could do something with that. If anybody's going to be like, I am... America belt. It's gonna be. Oh God! Please don't make an America belt. I take it back. Please don't make an America belt. I don't think they will. Dana Dana made it pretty clear he doesn't want to make any more belts. He says it'll start feeling like boxing. I hate that boxing has a money belt and a celebrity belt. Well, you know the celebrity belts what Mayweather and Logan are fighting for, right? Logan Paul. Please not celebrity Paul. Like that's all I want. Mayweather, show up. I was so, so I was talking to my aunt's boyfriend. Right, and you remember him, and he, um, he was talking to me, and I was like, "What? Why? Why is that fight being made? That that I don't understand it. That it feels degrading to the sport of boxing that you're giving a guy that has one professional fight. He no, no, no. The first fight with KSI was not a professional fight. They wore headgear. It was only four rounds, and." It was not. It was an amateur fight. The second fight was a pro fight. He is a singular pro fight, and he lost it against another YouTuber, not a real boxer, another YouTuber, and he lost his one pro fight. I get it's a little somewhat controversial because of, but I mean, say what you will. He did punch the other guy. I disagree that he should have gotten two points taken away, but he did punch the other guy with uh, holding the back of his head, which is illegal. So he has one fight, he has one loss, and you're putting him in against someone that's 50 and 0 or some shit. I don't. Is it, it's 50. It's. Yeah. I think it's 50. I think it's 50. 50. Yeah, I thought it was. I might be incorrect, but I thought it was 50. Because the fight before that was the other one where the guy attempted to head on him, and then Mayweather was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hit you while your hands are down," and uh, put the guy out. Yeah. No. I mean, we have somewhat opposing opinions on that but i don't i i'm gonna be nasty <laughs> be ready for nasty back baby i agree with that i agree with that yeah i'm just trying to pull up this record right now no it's um no so he's 49 and 0, not 50 really he's four i mean as oh no no this isn't 2017 so he's definitely 50 enough yeah because he fought connor in 2018 
No, 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 no. He fought Connor in 2017. Because Connor won the belt in 2016, fought Mayweather in 2017, and then fought Khabib in 2018. So maybe that's before his fight with Connor. I, I don't know. I think it's 50. I'm pretty I, sure. I, I thought 50. it was 50. I thought it was 50. I was under the impression it was 50. But you're putting this, this YouTuber in against the, the, the greatest boxer of all time. Like the consensus greatest boxer. That, that I, I he and he and my aunt's boyfriend, he was like, it's a payday. Why don't Logan's gonna bring in a shitload of people. You you can't fault like Floyd's done his time. He's fought he's fought Pacquiao. He's fought he fought Canelo, granted before Canelo was Canelo, but he fought Canelo. I don't know all the boxing names. He's fought an absurd amount of people. An absurd amount of really. He fought Sugar Shane Mosley. Almost got he got clipped. You remember that fight? It like he he paid his dues. Now he gets to fight this random ass YouTuber. That's gonna make him a shitload of money. Like as if he needs it. He doesn't need it. Have you seen that picture of him where he's got stacks of like a grand just laid out? It's way more than a grand. I don't know why I said it's like five grand at least. It's, but I, I do think that he's still doing it for a reason. And I think one thing that's scary with him is what's going on with his family right now. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if that drains a decent chunk. Yeah. Because I don't, I, because it's not just official stuff. I think he's definitely paying people under the table <laughs> doing some, about, doing some about what? stuff about his daughter and how much oh, stuff that yeah, his daughter is involved in. Yes. And I think that definitely. She shot something, right? I always forget this. I always forget the details. It was like it was with a rapper. It came out like a year ago. Yeah. I still haven't. Yeah, I because honestly, I read it and then I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I left it alone. Like I didn't want to look at it anymore. I was like, "What's going on?" Oh god, it's such a mess. I think that I think that that's why he's still like, I'm like, yeah, I think that's why. Because otherwise, I feel like. Or maybe he's just that, like, still, like, I want to fight, but I want to keep my perfect record. I think he really, really, I think his perfect record is really important. Oh, it's everything to him, but, like, I feel like you can do more to get money. He could definitely do more. Yeah, and he doesn't need money. I don't think it's for money. Oh. It, okay, it is, but, because why else, I, what else does he have to prove? Like, he doesn't, have any, he doesn't have anything to prove. It's all for money, but... I don't even want to give this any more time, you know, like, it just feels like a waste of time to me. Do you want to watch it? No, I don't want to watch it. I want to watch the Tyson versus Jones Jr., but I don't want to watch this. Like, that, I have no, I have no interest in watching Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. I only want to see it because I actually really like watching the Mayweather fight, just because, it's just, not because they're super exciting fights. But it's just because every every minute I'm just like, he just doesn't get hit. And but that's why I like watching Tyson Fury. I think Tyson Fury does a better job at it. In my, I, and I get that that's not the popular opinion. And I didn't like watching Tyson Fury at first. And I gained, I it took me time to respect it. But the reason I love Tyson Fury so much is because he's this he's a he's a ginormous heavyweight. That doesn't get hit. He's got so much surface area, so much area to get hit, and he doesn't get hit. He moves like a middleweight. It, that's that's what I love. Like I, and he's six fucking seven, dude. He's six seven and he dances around you like he's way smaller than you. It's 
that's what I, 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 I don't know. I feel like Floyd, like, yeah. I, yeah, no, what, what, like, intrigues me about Floyd is that there's no, like, with Tyson, you can't hit him. And he does get hit, like, not hard, yes. but, like, he does get hit. With Mayweather, there's nothing. I agree. I, his defense is much better. I, I agree with that. I just, no, yeah. Like, for me, it's more impressive watching Tyson Fury. <laughs> I always feel like, well, I always feel like Tyson Fury is better than his opponent. I, I mean, like, but I, I never thought that anyone was close to Mayweather. Like, it's just that he shuts you out. He shuts everybody out and he makes them, like, baffled. Like, yeah. What, what do you do? Yeah. And he's just kind of chips away at you. It's not super exciting. I get why people hate it. But I just, every time I watch his, his clips, I just go, wow, he's just the best. Yeah. No, and you can't take that from him. Even even though I don't like Floyd Mayweather that much, I'm not ever going to try and take that from him. He, again, he's the consensus greatest boxer of all time. No, my and, dad uh, my dad really wants the Canelo rematch. And I go, I promise you Mayweather will never take that. <laughs> Canelo is big, big right now. <laughs> Agreed, but I th- I think he's better than Canelo. I, I think he'll win. If he, if Canelo wasn't so big, but that's way too risky of a fight. You're looking yeah. at how Mayweather fought his career, picking and choosing certain opponents, like decided, like saying he didn't want to fight certain people. He's not gonna fight this beast. Well, and he, Canelo has a shit. He's a shitload of trouble with not himself, but he's arguing with top rank right. Mm-hmm or whoever his promoter is. Like, they're having a big-ass issue where he's not fighting right now. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know much about that. I've heard about that recently. I, yeah, no, I just heard that he's having a really, really big dispute and he's really fighting for something. Yeah. Which is, um, listen, man, I think there's a singer uh, that's really famous in Mexico. His name is Lisa Miguel. Mm-hmm. I've talked to him about yeah. a bunch of times. There's nothing as insane as Mexican fans as Hispanic fans and as Asian fans. I Nothing. think both are there. Just passion for that person is insane. And I think Canelo has such support from the, the Latin, whole yeah, from Latin culture. Everybody loves him, adores him, because he's badass. He's a knockout artist, and goddamn, is he good looking. Like, he's, he's, he's honestly, he's one of the pound-for-pound greatest boxers fighting right now. Love watching him fight. Granted, I do think Vasily Lomachenko is the pound-for-pound greatest fighting right now. I, I, I think he's the greatest. Well, I haven't seen him fight recently. I've he's he's fighting this month. He's fighting in like a matter of weeks. I'm so excited. The poster for that fight is it's, insane. Oh, boxing? Say what you will about UFC promoting, but boxing got this promotion right. It is. They're doing so well with every trailer, with every single poster. It looks so. They are promoting this fight so well. I, I've never been so excited for a boxing fight. Like I've definitely talked about. Um, I de- I talked a lot about Keontae Wilder versus Tyson Fury too. Like I was I was excited for that one, and I don't normally get that excited about boxing fights. No, the whole but, week, just the whole week oh leading up to that. Every time you pick me up, I'm oh, just excited. Yeah, well, because it was. Bro, before, when you thought, like, oh, Deontay Wilder can actually go, like, 12 rounds with Tyson Fury. That's nuts. Like, I didn't think. If you if you didn't have them fight the first time, that second fight would make more sense. The first fight confuses the shit out of me now, you know? I think Tyson was too light. Or, like, I think he yeah. really just figured out that, that Deontay can hit hard. 
but I think he really cracked his offense. I think he mm-hmm. really cracked because he, he he I feel like everything he did was super pur- purposeful. He came yeah. in heavier. He he talked more trash. Then I think he focused in on like just everything that he needed to do. So when like they entered the ring, he knew exactly what to do, and he made Deontay Wilder last what four rounds, five rounds. It was it was like six. It was like six or seven, but it was he was getting beat up for the last three or four. He he had no offense for like three rounds. It, like, anyways, take away that. I was extraordinarily excited for that fight. Extremely. But, and I don't even, I barely know anything about Teofimo Lopez, the guy that he's, that Lomachenko's fighting. But I'm so ecstatic to just watch Lomachenko work. Now, if Teofi, if Lopez knocks him out, I'm going to, I'm going to be devastated. I won't lie. And maybe he will. This kid's a really cool knockout artist. I've watched his highlights. I don't see him knocking out Lomachenko, the king of footwork, the guy that just dances around people and just doesn't get hit like while he's hitting you. It, it, it Lomachenko, he's I think he's the greatest fighting right now. He's it's beautiful. He's got uh he's like 356 and 1 in amateur boxing. And yeah, he has like two losses in his entire combat career. And the one loss he has in a pro in a pro boxing match he got like low blow, like 17, 16, I don't know the statistic, but I know it was crazy. I've seen the video of all of the low blows. This guy punched him in the dick like 30 times. And the ref didn't call it once. This, like this old Mexican guy with a handlebar mustache. Like, definitely. It was, na- and it was nasty. And it was, it was Lomachenko's second fight. And they were just throwing him into a title shot against this like grizzled veteran who, like, was a dick and punched him in the dick 30 times. Like, it's such a bad fight if you actually watch it. And he was a split decision. Lomachenko almost won. <laughs> he almost won after getting punched in the dick, like, 30 times. So, Lomachenko's the greatest boxer ever. This is – we did we did go on a really long range about boxing. You know, none of our listeners were not by that. We wanted to name this podcast The Fight Guys, but apparently it's taking lessons. People in, I swear it's Massachusetts. I don't know why you keep on saying that, but it might be. Uh, yeah, it's called The Fight Guys. Uh, and they're a boxing, they're a boxing podcast. podcast. Shout out so. to them. So uh, they, they took, took our, our name like three years ago. <laughs> God damn it. That was such a good name. Anyways. Yeah. Um, it was a good name. Carlos Condit? Carlos I won money on that. I love, I was so happy. I was watching that fight. I I think we we had like two hundred on it, and he was a he was a plus one hundred five. He wasn't a massive underdog at all. He was like a plus one ten. So we got three hundred bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty happy good. with it. I'm happy with it. Yeah, he looked good. He had one of the most badass knockdowns I've ever seen. Uh, at the end of the first round, he was great. He just clips him. The guy goes to, he. Shattered his nose so horribly. I didn't know. It. I didn't think it shattered. It just was three inches to the left further than it should have been. It, it was, was. It was really bad. And like at first, it looked so horrible, and then it just kept on sinking in and sinking in. I was like, oh no! In the corner, it looked bad. so bad. And Carlos kind of like gets up, and, and the ref has to like push him off. And it was really 
Natural born killer. He looked good. I felt like he just couldn't find him. And the other guy put up a surprisingly good fight. Those leg kicks were uh, with oh, Johnson. Bad. I didn't know. He was a uh, tough 11 winner. Wow. He was the tough 11 winner. Court McGee. Not a good name. Not a great name. His name is Court as in basketball court. And McGee. His last name's McGee. It's not the greatest name. I I wouldn't be scared of it like Chuck Liddell or Vanderlei Silva or John Bones Jones. And then you get Court McGee. Court basketball. <laughs> basketball McGee, basketball basketball court McGee. Uh, yeah, no. So he's just he kind of cruised into a. Easy it, it was. I think all three judges gave him all three rounds. Uh, and now he still wants to fight. Who's the guy? The guy that destroyed Diego Sanchez with an elbow. Oh, Jake Matthews. No, wait. The one no, that destroyed him with an, a- an elbow. With an elbow. Oh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown. Matt Brown. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Diego's last fight. Um, no. Uh, Matt Brown called him up. Yeah. Yeah, that they would be an interesting fight. fight. like three times, and apparently each time Matt Brown has pulled out because of injury. So Carlos was just like, dude, bubble wrap that guy. <laughs> Let's just make it to the fight, please. I. That's an interesting fight. Matt, Matt Brown looked great in the first round of his last fight. <laughs> and in the second round... <laughs> He he got starched. That's However, he, no, but he did knock out, like, not knock out. He did knock down bad multiple times in the first round. He knocked down this, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but he's this Puerto Rican kid. He's he, he looked really good. He was off the Contender Series. He's got, like, another knockout in the UFC. He doesn't look bad at all. He actually just got, he got knocked down bad in the first round. Uh, so just pulling up um, Matt Brown, look at his record. He was just accused of raping two women. Oh no, Matt Brown! Oh no, Matt Brown! This is in 2018. Oh, it is. Oh no, 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 no! no. The article came out in September 2016. 20, 20. Okay, yeah, okay, but it says that the rape happened in 2018. Oh, not great. Still, still not good. Not good at all. Not trying to justify rape, just trying to justify why I said 2018. <laughs> That's real bad. However, Matt Brown looked really good in the first round, and then he looked really, really dead in the next round. He got knocked out really bad. It. So I think his soul is still there. So I, uh, this website says his last fight was with Donald Cerrone in twenty. That is not true. Yeah. Okay. It was this little Puerto Rican kid. I remember his name. I I don't remember his name. However, he looked great in the that kid looked great in the second round, and he was able to clip him with a great shot. But I I think I think Matt, Ben Saunders. That was not yeah. the last person. No. No, Ben Saunders is a tall white guy. Well, the internet has no idea what was Matt Brown's last fight because he had said his last fight was a knockout win to Ben Saunders. You're nuts. Just go on tapology. Well, uh, yeah, no, Matt Brown's kind of a mess. And uh, they tried to make that fight three times with against Carlos Condit. It was a Miguel Baeza. No idea. Yeah, no, that's the Puerto Rican kid. He did. Matt Brown almost knocked him out. 
he just didn't have it in him to finish it without getting knocked out himself. Yeah, no, I remember seeing the result to that fight. I actually, I wanted to, I wanted to see Matt Brown win, just because you know he's he's cool. Matt Brown, he's nice. cool with elbows. He's he's a He's a veteran now. You, I want to see veterans win, man. I don't want to see more BJ Pens come out of this sport. He's don't compare him. Don't put <laughs> his name when we're talking about this. Okay, he he last year he was the number three contender, number four contender in the lightweight division. In the most stacked division in the UFC. Deontay Wilder would see is an unbeatable okay. strike force a few months ago, and now we, he says that he lost because of a 40 pound suit. Say what you And Donald Cerrone's an alcoholic, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and he's missing 12 feet of his intestines. Don't bring up Donald Cerrone's name when we're talking about BJ Penn, okay? <laughs> Donald Cerrone is something different. Donald Cerrone. Beat Anthony Pettis and then narrowly lost. Well, he got the draw, but he narrowly lost to Nico Press in that last fight. They're telling you, Donald Cerrone hasn't lost the bar fight in the last three years. I don't think he has. I think you're talking. You're talking about Donald Cerrone against your average Joe. He's gonna fuck up some people at some bars. He's cheap. So he's it's- not gonna get hit by people that don't know how to fight. By someone that doesn't know how to fight, he's well, not being well, uh, But also, it's not like the, it's not that they don't know how to fight. He lives in New Mexico, in that area, so like people know how. To fight. I think Donald Cerrone would be able to take a step back and clip people with some head kicks before he would get knocked out. I think he's fine. I think he's taking way harder shots while fighting and still stood up. I he's dealt with. <laughs> Stop giving Donald Cerrone bullshit, okay? I think he's knocked out tons of people in bar fights in New Mexico. Leave him alone. I I love Donald Cerrone. You you leave him out of this. I love him too. I'm just saying. He's not looking good. He's my hero. Okay? Leave him alone. He's my hero. Okay. We're done with this. The, the, the last fight on the card that we should talk about was uh, Jermaine Durand to me. Uh, Slow, slow first two rounds. And then I, I did. I did. Slow first two rounds. Uh, guillotine in the third round. Just random. It, it felt so random because I, I missed it. Bro, I missed it. I looked away for 20 seconds. And, like, before I looked away, they were they were striking. And I look at it, and then I, I rewinded it and rewatched it. But... Juliana just shot for a double leg, pushed her up on the fence, and then Jermaine was just like, okay, guillotine, and put it in. Sure. And she went to sleep, right? She, yeah. Oh, yeah, she, 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 she definitely yeah. put her to sleep. Yeah. But it didn't look like the greatest guillotine, but it, it worked. It, you can't blame her for it. Right? She put her to sleep. So it was a good win. It it doesn't raise her it, stock. It, it doesn't because of how she's lost to Amanda Nunes twice, once by TKO and the other one by just dominant decision. Which, by the way, can we talk about how Jermaine just didn't do any ground game? Like, yeah. she didn't work on any ground game for Nunez. a Nunez fight. And I mean, so it makes sense that after you get beat up that bad, that you know, next camp, you're like, okay. Well, she didn't put she didn't push a wrestling pace. She well, did she her normal Muay Thai stuff. Yeah. yeah, she did her Muay Thai stuff, but she threw in a kitchen. I, I, I was happy to see her get a win. 
against someone that I don't give a crap about. Now, I'm never uh, going to root for her against, like, I'm never going to root for her against Amanda. I, I, I'm never going to root for her against Holly, even though the Holly fights it. The, the first one's a garbage fight. I, I don't know. I don't love that many 135ers in uh, the women's division. Like, like Valentina. Yeah, okay, she's good, but she pissed me off. Yeah. And you got Valentina's down at 125, so I love Valentina. But then I love no one at 125. Like, <laughs> Alexa Grasso. That, Alexa Grasso and Michelle Watterson, they're my two MMA girls. Angela Hill. We like Angela. Yeah, but me. My two MMA girls are Alexa Grasso and Michelle Watterson. My name is Shawars and Nigel. Yes, that's okay. Chukagan, I can't stand. Uh, I hate Chukagan. I hate that Chukagan won against Antonina Shevchenko. I lost money on that. <laughs> that was a nasty fight. I that was a oh, bad was fight. Really bad. It was a bad that fight. Was bad. That was nasty. <laughs> Antonina got fucked up. It was, it was really it was tough. It was off. bad. It was a bad. Oh, oh. Nobody taught Antonina any guard game whatsoever. I was like, come on, you're Valentina's sister. Like, Valentina just demolished this girl. It was too many. I assumed. All right. Well, uh, this is going to be it for our first segment. Join us back in our next segment where we talk about, well, we didn't talk about any news. So we'll talk about news, uh, any upcoming news, and uh, the next week's fights. All right, thank you. All right, and welcome back to the Fan of the Obsessive Podcast. This is our news and next week's, or, well, tomorrow's fights uh, segment for this one. Um, what do you want to start with, news? Uh, yeah, no, let's go with news. And the uh, biggest one, Connor and Connor McGregor, if you, don't, if you haven't heard of him. And, and uh, if you don't know that, that's who we mean by saying Connor. I don't think we'll ever have to say McGregor. We'll just say Connor. Yeah. Uh, and Dustin Poirier have been exchanging tweets. They first wanted to have a fight for a charity event. In and, December. Yeah, and they be involved. And then Dana White wanted to get in all that cash. So he had okay. to fight. Think about how much money he's losing <laughs> if that happens for a charity event. I, I, a charity event's great, and like Dana can't come out and be like, ah, that's stupid, because then he'd be a dick. However, think about how that's a Connor fight. Think about how much money you're losing. If that's like, and now Connor gets to pay five hundred grand to Dustin for the. Sorry, I'll let you finish your whole backstory. I just I had to say that I justified Dana getting yeah. in on that. No, Dana, it, it makes sense for him trying to get uh, in on that cash, and uh, they they started to tweet back and forth. Now it looks like Connor signed the contract for December twelfth. Uh, we haven't heard Poirier posted on his uh, Instagram. I accepted. Uh, we haven't gotten official confirmation that the fight is on, so I don't know if he's signed it yet. I think he's accepted the fight, but I'm not surprised if he's going to try to wrestle for more money. I I don't think he, I mean he probably will, but I don't think they're going to stonewall him for. Yeah, I think how that they're going to. They I think they're going to be willing to negotiate, and I think that he'll be able to get his way, not yeah. fully his way, but like he'll be. Able I to think get he'll get a good amount. I think it'll be, you know what I think it'll be like? I think it'll be exactly like the Jorge Masvidal versus Kamar Usman one. Because, you know, Jorge came out uh, as that fight, um, 
at, at like as right before that fight because you know like the whole thing because that's the fight they were trying to make first but then Jorge wanted more money and the whole thing with John Jones and Jorge blew up but then right before the Kamaru Usman when Jorge had to fill in he kept on saying like I I'm making a lot of money man he he was really happy he kept on telling Brett Akamoto how much he was happy with the amount he was getting. So I, I think it'll be something like this. Like Dustin was not happy with the last one. This is the bigger fight. So he'll make more. I, I think, I think everyone in, involved will be happy. Yeah. No, I think that we won't have uh, trouble actually going through with that fight. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, no, it's exciting. It's nice. Um, I'm, I think if you're a big fan of the sport, you're kind of over, speculating about what yeah. McGregor's doing, you're really yeah. done with that. You just want to get to... Let's just, watch him fight. Yeah. Let's watch him fight. With, like, everything he's saying with the constant retirements, with the constant call-outs, just, it's, it's done. I hate and retirement his, bullshit. Oh, it's so annoying. How many... He... Literally, he fought... He was in retirement. He was in retirement for, like, two years. And then, in 2019... No, it was a year. He hadn't fought in over a year, and then he it was it was 2020. He fought in January of 2020, so he hadn't fought in two years. Fights in January. Says he was gonna fight says four or five gonna, times. Yeah, and then just and then COVID happens. I understand COVID sucks. COVID happens. He's I'm I'm retired. And, and then he retires multiple times during this whole COVID epidemic. Yeah, he's already retired. And and now he's like it's just. Connor retirements mean nothing. It's just him trying to get back into into the news, and it's so like. But it's like no one in the news takes it seriously. No one even gave him press on this last one, which, by the way, I'm so thankful for. Like Ariel Hawani, you did your job. You didn't cover it once. You're. It's like you know when you have like a you know like the basic ideology of like parents like you got the shitty kid. And don't give them as much attention because they're being a shitty kid. Mm-hmm. And that's like why they want more attention. Right? Don't give Connor the attention. He's the shitty kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's a whiny little brat. I love watching him fight whiny little brat. Who's in a bunch of legal trouble that doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah, that the sexual rat, like the whole thing, like I haven't heard anything about it in a bit. I you know what I heard about? Him shaving his head and his beard. Mm-hmm. That's what's more important than the sexual assault case. They sweeped him under the rug. I stopped hearing. Well, he, I, I don't know. I don't want us to become a conspiracy podcast because we already are like an MMA conspiracy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Our rant about Paolo Costa never making weight. He did not make weight. Never once. I agree with you, but that doesn't mean we won't sound like conspiracy theorists. Speaking of which... Matt Brown did not rape two girls. <laughs> I would like to make that very clear. Well, correction. Matt Brown did rape two girls, but not, not the Matt Brown from the UFC. No, not the martial artist Matt Brown. He Matt Brown weird. from Alaskan Bush people. Caesar did not read that important detail. It's a different Matt Brown. I, I know Matt Brown is not listening to this, but if the clip ever gets out, I want to immediately give this apology to to Matt Brown because I would hate personally if someone accused me of raping two girls. We're not accusing Matt Brown of rape. I made the mistake. Uh, no, he's good. He's doing great. 
Go Matt Brown. <laughs> that would just be polite. Our Matt Brown. The martial artist Matt Brown. No, we Matt. are not supporting your rapist. No, that's a Matt Brown too. We're still in full support of Matt Brown number one. Full heartedly. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, this, this whole situation felt dirty after we read it. <laughs> we, we started to read about it for this segment so we could talk about it for news. And then immediately... I saw the picture was not Matt Brown. A very different white guy. It was a very different white guy. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, other news. Uh, ooh, Michael Chandler wants to fight Tony. Somebody pulled out. No, nah, he wants to fight Tony. Uh, Rafael dos Anjos pulled out of his fight. That's a bummer to me. He has COVID. I like him versus Islam Makachev wasn't gonna be this fantastic, thrilling fight, but. I don't know, like that fight, that card had so many good fights. It originally had Khabib Gaethje, Tony Poirier, Khabib, or Zabit uh, Yair, Robert Whitaker, Cannonier, which it still has that fight. But it originally had those three other fights that were so ridiculously good. And now you're starting to get, it's back to looking like, I mean, it's a good card. Whereas before it was looking like the greatest card I've ever seen. Can you imagine a card? That has Khabib and Gaethje headlining it. And then the co-main is Poirier versus Ferguson. That's an amazing fight. Then just below that, you have Zabit versus Yair. That's a, that is a super fight. Like, not a super, like, weight fight, but it is a, the way they fight, that is a super fight. Like, that is the best UFC three or four fight combination in the game. You and I have played that combination hundreds of times. It, that that's an amazing fight. And then below that, like you have Robert Whitaker versus Cannoneer, like starting the main card. Think about that. Imagine a world where Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannoneer are like the second fight on the main card. Now that is the greatest card ever made. Now this is a, it's a good card, like. One of your best fights was Rafael dos Anjos versus Islam Makachev. It's a good fight. It would be like I feel like if we do put Michael Chandler in there, it'll be like you know I think it will just. I don't think Michael Chandler will have a tough time. I think that it'll just reinstate the idea that Michael Chandler kind of smashes, or he'll come in here and And he'll lose, and then they'll be like, "Wow, Michael Chandler has no business being Michael Chandler." I mean, that would really, really help Dana's point about Bellator being shit. I, I, I think Michael Chandler's better. I mean, he's just he's got really good, really, really good wrestling. Not Dagestani wrestling, but he's got really, really good wrestling. And great striking to go along with it, with hell of power in his right hand. With so I, I don't know, like he's he's a hell of a fighter. Watch his knockout of Bendo in their second fight. Is I have you seen it yet? I'm gonna show it to you after we finish this. It is spectacular. It's spectacular. I watched that with my father. It's it's a spectacular knockout. It's and I was rooting for Bendo all the way. I am like. I don't, I didn't, of course I didn't watch Bendo as he was actually like really good. And my first knowledge of who like Benson Henderson is, is the Showtime kick. But I, I love watching, dude, he fought with a toothpick in his mouth for like, for, 
You didn't know that? Nobody did anything. I knew that. Okay. Nobody yeah. did anything. Yeah, no. Ridiculous. He fought with a toothpick in his mouth for years, for like seven years of his fight career. That, I love Benson Henderson with a deep passion. Nobody. And it was a real, like, no ref was like, hey, let me check this guy's mouth again. Like, what? He probably hit it into the mouth guard, but still. But you know it's there. Wait, don't they have to take it out? Yeah, they you know have... it's there. Like, just double check. He clearly has a way of sneaking it and, past And ones. you know, since every time he finishes a fight, he pops it out and he, like, chews on the end. Like, and it, like you know it's there. Come on, dude. Like, Well, I mean, they didn't care because they know he's not going to use it on his opponent. Like, do that. <laughs> yeah, because Benson Henderson had it in his mouth for seven years and never used it against his opponent. Listen, if Mike Tyson can be brought to the point where he bites the guy's ear off and Benson Mike has Tyson is a very angry, angry man. <laughs> Benson Henderson is a very happy, nice man. With a toothpick yeah. in his mouth. Okay, okay. But you talk like you hear his interviews, he's a very, very pleasant man. He doesn't normally I've never seen him have like intense beef with someone. Like bro, his best fights are against Frankie Edgar. You think he talks shit with Frank? You think you can talk shit with Frankie Edgar? I, he's such a nice guy. I love Frank. I love Frankie. I, if I got into the sport like six years ago, Frankie would be my favorite fight. Just because I, I know how amazing it would be to watch him become a champion. Oh, oh God. Like watching his, his fights. The emotional ride. Would be amazing because he's such a small guy. And oh, and his, his freaking... His trilogy with Gray Maynard, like not, I wouldn't have seen the first one, obviously, but watching the second and the third one, oh, watching those live, oh my god, that would be an experience. Tears. Oh, I would. I love Frankie. I love his personality. I I didn't mean to go on a side rant about Does he Frankie. Have a fight schedule. No, because he just beat Pedro Munoz. Yeah. Controversially, according to Pedro Munoz, Pedro Munoz was very angry. Very angry. I. Saw it. I didn't watch it. It was a good fight. We should watch that one of these days. That's a that's a good fight. That's definitely one that we'll add to the watch list. Um. Yeah. It's. What was the other one I said I was going to have you watch? Uh. The. Yes. Okay. I'm going to show you both of those. Now we have. We have. We have a steady list going for just this episode. Um. Any other news? Uh, no, I mean, we missed, we did not talk about Cody being out of his fight against Davidson, but that's old news now. Cody Garbrandt, uh, tore his bicep and has been replaced by uh, someone named Perez, right? I can't remember the name. Nobody big. It's, it's not even Brandon Moreno. I expected them to give him Brandon Moreno. I don't know enough about flyweights to know if they have a fight lined up for Moreno, but overall it's. It's a pretty moderate, like, I'm not that devastated about it. Um, there's been a lot of beef with Warner Boy and Leon Edwards. Yeah. Leon Edwards says, like, I have no business fighting you. I should be fighting for the title. So I saw a list that really, really surprised me. And it was the amount of times that other welterweight top contenders yeah. have fought since the last time Leon Edwards fought. And everybody, has, like, has everybody at least twice. talking about Everyone's at fought at least twice. twice. Mostly three times. Colby fought three times. Jorge's fought three times. Yeah, no, Leon Edwards. Sorry about that. We're back. Uh, and yeah, and then just finishing up talking about Leon Edwards, he is demanding a title shot. 
way too much. Um, I guess, like, giving himself a little too much credit, I'm kind of getting Funkmaster vibes. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I, I mean, at least Funkmaster's fun. Well, yeah, but the thing is, the thing that made him more credible is that there's nobody worth 35. Yeah. <laughs> compared to Welterweight. There's is. a lot. Wow. Yeah. And you have a lot of really, really good people. Gilbert Burns has a really good reason for a title shot. Yeah, no, when you have five great people that could all like get title shots and none of them have to be out of this world, and you just aren't being active, mm-hmm. it's kind of and hard they to all, keep your They stake. all are active. Yeah, when they are all being active and all really having big impacts on the on the Mm-hmm. On the company and on the platform, not just in general, like we've been active in winning fights. No, all of them are big hitters. You got Kobe on Masvidal; they don't make money. Usman and Masvidal sold one point three million buys, more than uh than Donald Cerrone and Con- uh, Connor. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's hard to keep your claim. But yeah. uh, talking about welterweight, Hamza Hamza Chimaev <laughs> just came out with a tweet. Um, this is kind of making me jump on the Hamza. Bandwagon. Uh, <laughs> he said that the UFC have has offered him Wonder Boy at one seventy. Wonder Boy turned it down, and they offered and they offered him to Chris Weidman at one eighty five. Chris Weidman turned it down. Both so, main events. Wow, <laughs> wow. Okay, one Chris Weidman. You should feel blessed by the gods if you're ever to grace a main event. After <laughs> okay. the last one, out of here, dude. Come on. But he turned it down. And when he's trying to make a stake like all month of the title, crushing a contender won't do waves, but it'll put you back in the picture. It will give him a, his next fight would be a good fight. If he beats yeah. Hazmat, his next fight would be one fight away from a title contender match. Yeah, and that's from that's pretty good. Yeah, number one contender match. That's what I meant to say. But everybody right now. Too much to lose, too little to gain. Yeah, well, and it makes sense. I mean, granted, you, I'm uh, I haven't said this yet, but I I feel like I have to start saying this. Like, he hasn't proven himself other than demolishing people that aren't that good. You know, like, I mean, I guess I'll keep on saying this until he becomes a champion and like he beats someone I view as truly top caliber, but he just like, Damian Maia was going to test him, but even if he beat Damian Maia, I was going to be like, okay, well, he hasn't actually been tested. He hasn't been tested against the top, like, two, top three guy. He hasn't been tested. Like, I, I, he, his fights now, he's been hit twice in three fights. Okay, that that clearly means there's a skill gap, okay? I, I think he's clearly a lot better, but until he fights Kamaru Usman, Till he fights Jorge Masvidal. Until he fights Leon Edwards. Colby Covington. Till he fights Colby Covington. Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy would be a great test. Exactly. Well, that's a hard fight for both of them. Seeing how each of them takes on that style. Like, I, that fight favors Hamzat. Yeah, and I think Wonder Boy only turned it down because he is looking for that fight with Leon Edwards. Yeah. He's really, he's really looking for that fight. Leon Edwards is not giving it to him. For no, I think it's eventually gonna happen. Like Dana White's gonna talk to Leon, be like, "Listen, dude, you haven't fought. You, you gotta know, fight while. someone. You have to fight somebody." Right now, we got Wonder Boy. He is highly respected in the sport. Can get you Everyone title him. shot contention. Like you need this, 
And I think that it'll eventually happen. I just think Leon Edwards is trying to like fight with the pool of Masvidal. And of he's trying to fight with the pool of bigger fighters and he just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Because I agree. He's not even close to people don't attach themselves to him. And the more that he's whining about not having a title shot, it's uh it's making people dislike him. A, a lot of people dislike yeah, him. Yeah, it's really it's really turning the it's really kinda of turning them off because they wanna like him because he's supposed to be this fighter who just puts his head down, he fights and eventually he'll get the glory. That's the aid, that's the timeless story. But now he's whining, he won't fight, and he's pretending like he's the best. People are not like Seriously, seriously. And well, every first of all, who's not a Wonder Boy fan? Ask ask like a true and MMA fan. Everyone loves Wonder Boy. He's just, he's such a happy guy. He's such a nice guy. And he's such a good fighter. He's just like, he's a, he's an extremely likable guy. I, the one thing I find cringy about him though is have you seen that video where he uh, reacts to his own knockout? Where he was knocked out by Anthony Pettis? I thought it was funny, but I found it so cringy where he goes, ah, 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 there it is. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't like that. However, I find a lot of his, his YouTube. I love that he's got an intense YouTube channel where he, he hangs out with Sensei Seth and other karate 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 karate, karate YouTubers, which by the way, it's hilarious. There's karate YouTubers. Oh my hard god, to hurt. he's not karate, but watch hard to hurt. Yes, we're we're hard. just we're just gonna plug a bunch of YouTube channels that we really like. I uh, know with. Uh, it's just Warner Boy's likable, and I really want him to, to to get another title shot. But he's getting old, and that's yeah, his but dude, movie. can you see him beating Kamara Usman? Do you see that? I, I don't. Think he can knock him out. You do? I don't. I think because like I think his striking is way superior. And I think he'll be Kamaru able to stay up. Find anybody with kicks like that? I'm granted. There's nobody with kicks like that. I agree. No one's no one has kicks like that. But also, I think Kamaru is bigger. I think he's a lot bigger. I think, I think he'd be able to get him down. I, I, I think he'd be able to get him down. I, I, I agree with you, but I don't see Wonder Boy knocking him out. I, Kamaru's got a good chin. It's not like the greatest chin. Um, it's good as hell up. I can't remember the time he saw him bro. Yeah. I saw him like stunned against Masvidal. Yeah, that was I, just because. Yeah, like, but it was a it, like, yeah. wow, he's fast. I'm yeah. not gonna. I and it re, and you never. I've never seen him rock. I mean, like the reason I say it's not the greatest chin is just because like we haven't seen it. You haven't game. seen you haven't seen a shot like clip him and him just be like, oh, I'm like you haven't seen anything land clean and him be fine. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's got good defense. He doesn't get clipped that hard. Like he got clipped. A good amount of times in the Colby fight, but nothing with that much power. You know, that's just how Colby fights. Well, until Colby's last fight, Colby looked fantastic. I'll leave that alone. But, yeah, I, I I would love Wonderboy to win. I don't see him winning against Kamaru. I think Kamaru... Kamaru's going to keep that belt for a while, in my eyes. I Honestly, the person that's got the best shot in my eyes is Gilbert Burns. I think Masvidal has a really good shot. Here's why. He, it was tough for Kamara to take him down. It was tough. He had some really good takedown defense, and that's without a camp. 
dedicated to Kamar Usman. And I will stand by this. He looked out of shape. When you see him against Nate Diaz, and you saw him against in the Kamaru fight, he looked out of shape compared to Kamaru, who, like, one of his main things is that he will want himself to be in the peak shape possible. That's why he extended it, because he goes, no, I need more time. Mm -hmm. Because he needs to get into that prime physical shape where he looks like he is coming out of an action movie and is juiced up on steroids. Mm -hmm. Masvidal did not look like that. I agree. And that's why I think... I still think Masvidal looked good. I don't think Masvidal ever looks bad. I I think he did not look as amazing as he did. He he just... When he fought Nate, he was clean. He threw everything. It didn't look like it took that much energy. Everything was a clean movement. Everything was precise. He he looked on that night. He didn't look off against Kamaru. Well, okay, no. He looked off as soon as he was standing against the fence and not moving. He looked tired and he looked off. I picked Jorge that fight. I picked him. I out of the fun one. I picked him. I was like he was a minus three or plus three hundred underdog. I picked him. I I wanted him to win. I had this. I had this perfect scenario in my head of what was going to happen. I was like, okay, watching Kamaru fight his last fight against Colby. Kamaru is going to be a cocky son of a bitch coming into this fight. He's going to think his striking is so much better than it is. He's going to wrestle Jorge in the first round. And then the second round, Kamaru's going to get a little confident. And he's going to try and box with Jorge. And he's going to get clipped and he's going to go down. And I think Jorge's just got way better striking. And I had this whole scenario planned out in my head of exactly the, the only way that Jorge would win. And I'm watching that whole first fight. And I'm like, is it going to happen for the first three rounds? I'm like, is it going to happen? And by the fourth, I was, I was heartbroken. And I was like, because it was so, there was no action. It was, it was just a fight that left a bitter taste in the mouth. Toe stumps, bro. It was like 90 freaking toe stumps or some shit. Like, it, it, it was tough. And, no, and you did see he he tried to tried to strike. He almost landed one. Jorge would tag him with three. And he goes, yeah, no, pass. Going back to clinch. Yeah, and then instantly clinch him. He didn't, and as you said, he did not get that many takedowns. What he got was clinch control mm-hmm. time it was he tried to take him down like a bunch him, like, a bunch and he's i might as well said at least half that was really so massive yeah he got taken down in the last round i specifically yeah, remember punch. that and he was taken down in the first round but he got up every time he never took damage on the ground once he whenever he was taken down he was exactly. he was able to get up he never even got punched he was only punched and clinched anyways i love masvidal i used to not I was a big Nate fan going into it. I I mean, yeah, no, that, that actually took time for me to love Masvidal, but now I do. I didn't like him at first, and then I watched the, like, the Joe Rogan thing, and I instantly, I was like, I, I, didn't, like I, I didn't love him from the Joe Rogan thing. I, I, I fell in love with him based on the shit he was talking to Kamaru Usman, because Kamaru Usman's my least favorite UFC champion, and just my least, one of my least favorite fighters. He's good. Very good. I'm, I'm not trying to take that away from him, but I'm never I'm I'm never paying for a for a pay per view, being like, "Ooh, Kamar Usman's fighting!" Like, I get so giddy about certain fighters. You know this. I get so excited and so giddy about like whenever like this Khabib card. I get so excited whenever Khabib's fighting. I get so I was really really excited for Paulo Costa versus Izzy. 
I get so excited because I Kamaru Usman's last two fights. I was so much more excited for the coming, which was the same fight in both of them. I was so much more excited for Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky. In both of them, I was so excited. And Max Holloway won. Yeah, it, re- it really does. And, and I love, and I know I've brought this up before, and I love Luke Thomas, but I, I don't know what he's talking about where he's like, when I first watched it, I scored it for Max, but then I watched the whole thing in slow-mo, and now, I'm, now I scored it for Alex. <laughs> That's something I just don't... Well, I, I guess. I Maybe I'm just not intelligent enough within the sport to understand. But that just that seems... Slow motion, Dylan. You would never understand. <laughs> he saw the ripples of the devastating leg kicks that were landed. You know they were crippled. Well, in the second fight, that didn't happen. No, not at all. So I thought we were talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. It that second fight. That second fight's good. It, I love the way people talked about it too. It really, you could tell that those two are just two of the greatest strikers. A lot. They're just. They've got two amazing, amazing skill sets, and I think. Anyone at City Kickboxing just has an amazing, amazing striking skill set. Like, look at Dan Hooker. Look at Alex Volkanovsky. Look at Israel Adesanya. Look at all the people who fight from City Kickboxing and just fight on the undercards. Like, dude, they're fucking nuts. That's that's Jim of the Year. That was Jim of the Year last year. It should have been, at least. No, and um, he did just go on a really big rant, but... I was I was on a point about Leon Edwards. Basically, people like him because he isn't kind of just putting his his nose to the ground, just grinding and beating people. Now he's demanding as if he's entitled to a title shot, even though he hasn't fought in two years, um, maybe yeah. nevertheless. Wow! No, he fought Rafael dos Anjos early, early twenty nineteen. I remember that. And it was an okay fight. Yeah. It it was not. I watched it recently, actually. It was not that good. It, it's 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 a decision. <laughs> it 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 was a proper decision. Like he won the decision. Yeah, it, it was a good fight. Would not recommend. It's not going on our watch list. Um, and the reason that people are liking Hasmat so much is because that is what he's doing. He's Why just saying, you? "Give me people. I want two in the next. I want two in the next, brother. Smash." You, it is easy for me, brother. It is fun. I have fun, brother. <laughs> like, that's why people like him so much because he's just like freedom to me. He's like, give me the fastest four wins in UFC history. Give, give me four fights in four days. <laughs> Damien, my fight got canceled because he was too good. <laughs> yeah, because they were like, okay, now this is too good for Damien. Damien Maya is on a steady streak downwards. <laughs> yes, he beat yeah. Ben Askren, but steady streak downwards. And uh, he's definitely a rising star. Yeah. Kabig. Kabig. I love Kabig. Bro, if he... Him, he's he's champ at 170. Kabig's champ at 155. Bring in the money. Are you kidding me? Yes, I would love it. Be so happy. They're practically very slow. Yeah, but you know what I found out? I've been completely wrong. Uh... Hamzad is not Dagestani. He's Chechen. Which, I guess he 
claims to be something like like he spent some time in Dagestan probably like there's something about Dagestan I know there's something about Dagestan I heard it in an interview like yesterday however he's Chechen he's not Dagestani um but and he fights out of Sweden it's really cute to see him in videos with Gustafsson dude did you see him like suplex or he suplexed Gus <laughs> Gus on the beach and he's I love Gus and plus it's fat Gus I don't know what makes me love him so much more I love seeing fat Gus it's Gus enjoying his life like he's <laughs> he's finally he's not depleting himself to get down to 205 he's near 205 no he's at 250 bro <laughs> <laughs> he's at 250 he's enjoying his life so so much. Oh, Shane's on. <laughs> With Hamzat. This fun little Chechen monster. Oh, it's, it's so cute. So, it's so nice to see. God, fighters should just kind of just stop fighting. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. Bro, after, after Alexander Gustafsson, Alexander Gustafsson had a happy ending. Okay, he knocked out Glover to Shreya and then got down on one knee in the octagon and proposed to his girlfriend. That is one of the happiest little stories. Gus is my favorite fight, okay? If he was doing well and he was active, like, Gus is my favorite fighter. Just, I would, I want to put that out there. Alexander the Moller, Gustafsson. Not what I would nickname him. Not what I would nickname him either, but I like it. I don't think of him as a Moller. I think of Khabib as a Moller. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just, I really want to see a conversation with the, between Khabib and Hamza and both of them. I'm like, you smash, yes, I smash. I smash. We smash. You smash, I smash. We smash, brother. They literally both say smash. And, they, and they say brother. Yeah. They both say brother and smash. And it is easy for you. Hamza went over to train at, uh, <laughs> and uh, with BC and, <laughs> and Khabib. The videos would be hilarious. That'd be amazing. It'd be okay. glorious. No, but you know what's interesting about Hamza, well, it's not that interesting, but it's interesting uh, from a marketing standpoint. You have Khabib, who's this stoic guy. You know, he's he's a, basically, he's a, a more intense wrestling version of a lightweight Fedor. You know, like he's a very intense, like the only time you saw emotions out of him are his dad dying, which you don't see that emotion. You don't see that many emotions. You just know he's sad because he's talking about how heartbroken he is. And we fought, and he jumped out at Dylan Dennis. That's the only two times you've seen everything out there. Yeah, yeah. I know that's big. I know that one's big. Really hurled himself in a Trying to throw two kicks at the same time. I, it, I understand that's intense. However, you have Kamza, who is like, he's this fun, happy guy. He's like, it is easy for me, bro. You don't understand. Yeah, he's like, I smash. He's, he's, like, he's like a happy, it's like an interesting take on Khabib. It's a bigger, interesting take on Khabib, and I really like it. I'm all on the Hamzat hype train. I hope it doesn't go end for a while. I I love hopping on hype trains just because it makes me feel nice. Like, I understand that a lot of them – like, I was on the Edmund Shabazzian hype train just because I was like – I like supporting people that are up and coming. I like being like, yeah, fuck yeah, they're going to win all their fights. Let's go. Let's get some more undefeated people. Like, Izzy Adesanya, I'm off that hype train because – I don't need to be. It's too good. Like he's too good. I he doesn't need my support. I I need to give my support to Edmund Shabazzian. <laughs> I'm, I'm Calvin Qatar. 
hype train. I'm well, I'm not on that hype train. I'm just in his I'm just so massively in his fan base. I love Calvin Kicker. I I I think he's just gonna I don't think of him as hype. I think of him as just the dark horse of one forty five. It's funny because Green Zombie is a dark horse. Yeah. And so is like Oh my god, at so this point, Zabi and, and Yair, like, bro, when you think of Featherweight, you have, Featherweight's the best division. In my it's my opinion. No, it's not Cap for me, it's my opinion. <laughs> it's my opinion. I, so, we had Jose Allen. Jose Allen was not as good as he used to be. Jose Allen was one of the greatest fighters in the world. You have Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky put on two of the greatest fights in UFC history, okay, two of them very good fights. You have the next contender, your Brian Ortega, not as good as he used to be, phenomenal fighter, absolute killer, was undefeated until he fought Max Holloway. Max Holloway is his only loss. Then you have Korean Zombie. Have you seen Korean Zombie look shitty besides against his fight against Jose Aldo in like 2014 or some shit? No, Korean Zombie looks fucking amazing. Then the next one you have is. Let me pull up the rankings here. It's like, is it yeah year? Yeah. So it, the the official thing is Alexander Volkanovski, Max Holloway, two greatest fighters ever. Brian Ortega. And then your next one is Zabit Magomedsharipov. Doesn't have the greatest gas tank. Still fantastic, amazing technical fighter. He's truly, it's it's a marvel to watch him work because he does. Things you can't see other UFC fighters do. There's some. It's something truly interesting. Then you have Korean Zombie, who's a monster. Then you have Yair Rodriguez, who knocked out or not didn't knock out Jeremy Stevens. Almost knocked out Jeremy Stevens. Amazing fight with Jeremy, right? As just overall one of the most fun styles you'll see in a UFC match. Then after that's the top five. Then you have Calvin Cater at number six. Calvin Cater, who we were just talking about has some of the most slick boxing in the entire UFC, put him into the featherweight division where he needs to work on like his kicks and his, and his leg kick defense, but he's got amazing, amazing slick boxing. He's got amazing power. He put Jeremy Stevens, he TKO'd Jeremy Stevens, but it was a, he put him down. He hurt him so bad. Then after that, I mean, you got Josh Emmett. I like Josh Emmett. Josh yeah, Emmett is over, he's really freaking powerful. He had an amazing fight against Shane Burgos. Then after that, you have Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen's good, but he's a jiu-jitsu guy. I mean, he's not the greatest. I like him, but... Jeremy Stevens is real bad. Jeremy Stevens, amazing. He's amazing. You got Dan Egan. Not the greatest in the world, but literally won a round against Calvin Cater. I... I mean, like, I get that I'm trying to hype up everyone by using everyone else's names, but it was a good fight. Like, Calvin Cater won it soundly, but it was a good fight. Danny who beat Barbos. Yes. Somewhat controversial. Won money on that, though. But, yeah. And then you have Ryan Hall. You have, well, you have Sadiq Yusuf. Wait, I missed, I missed two. I'm so sorry. You have Shane Burgos put on what a lot of people were calling a fight of the year contender against Josh Emmett. Personally, I didn't think so. Still think Shane Burgos is amazing, even though he, he was not the greatest knockout ever. Calvin Cater knocked Calvin Cater knocked out Shane Burgos in one of the greatest knockouts that's ever happened. 
After Shane Burgos, you have Sadiq Youssef at 12. Sadiq Youssef is a monster. I had you watch him. He's a terrifying. He's a little Kamaru Usman. He's terrifying. I mean, he doesn't wrestle. He just, he's got massive thighs, and he's terrifying to me. He's got great power. Then you have Ryan Hall, who's the, he's the freaking boogeyman. No one will fight him. He's, he, uh, the UFC has offered like nine or ten people a fight with him, and ten of them in a row turned him down. Like, no one wants to fight Ryan Hall because he, he's a guy with Tourette's that's going to tap you in a minute. Like, he's terrifying. And then after that, you got Edson Barboza, one of the greatest lightweights ever. And then you got Bryce Thug Nasty Mitchell, my favorite one. The one that's a, that attempted like six twister chokes in his last fight. Bro, I, I think there's a lot of divisions with harder people, with like harder people at the top. Like lightweight has much, it's got, it's a much, it's a very hard weight class. But if you look at it, after, bro, after Diego Ferreira, or after Paul Felder, sorry, Diego Ferreira is good, but he, I don't think he's going to beat the top, top guys. Ali Quinta lost to Dan Hooker. Kevin Lee was choked out by Charles Aubert. But Neil Dairouche was, he's, he's good. I love watching him because he's my Persian brethren, but he, He's not that great. He's got some good wrestling. He's got crappy striking. And just, oh my God, don't <laughs> Oh no. Anyways, but you, you look at the overall divisions, it's top heavy. You have Khabib, Justin Gaethje, Ferguson, Poirier, Connor. You have Charles Oliveira, Dan Hooker. Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler was not Charles Oliveira. Yeah, but I want to see Michael Chandler fight some better people. I want to see Michael Chandler fight Tony Ferguson. I mean, t- listen, I've, uh, I've seen some more, like, you know, stuff. Tony Ferguson, Tony Ferguson has come out of the coma, which he's been in by uh, just engaging some on his back. And uh, he looks a little too crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like the shape of stuff. He is, uh, for training, he's pitching baseballs. I think he's lost it just I think like it's crazy. I think it's crazy. I don't know if he can make them like this. But I, I, I hope he does. If I'm putting down money. You're putting money on his opponent? I'm putting money on his opponent. I understand. Okay, but I want you to tell me I'm right that Featherweight's the best division. It's the most exciting. What do you think is the best division? I think it's the most exciting. Hence why I think it's the best, personally. Like, that's my thought process there. I, I, You look at middleweight, you have a top four. That's really good. Welterweight, welterweight's good, but you have a top five, top seven. Welterweight's great. It's good. Look at that, man. That's okay. Neil Magny's good. I I think Vicente Luque's better. Michael Dos Anjos, Luque. Have you seen a a truly exciting Michael Chiesa fight? No, but goddamn, he's good. He's good at wrestling. He did really well against Rafael Dos Anjos. Lost a round. Good fight, actually. Surprisingly good fight with a lot of wrestling. A lot of. It was truly. Actually, you know what? I forgot about that. That's got some of the best overall transitions um, I've seen. Truly. We uh, we need to quickly run down through next week's fights. Yeah, we didn't go over that at all. Okay. Uh, oh, well. well it's not, like it, it's not there's, there's, let's, I mean, I think Edson Barboza, I, like, you and I disagree on this. I, Edson Barboza is going up against Makwan Amir Amir Khani. He's the guy that has two uh, on a calendar chokes in the UFC. 
I personally, so I watched uh, Makwan Amikani get screwed up by Shane Burgos in New York. And because of that fight, I really, really, really don't think he'll be able to submit Edson quickly. Like, I don't think he'll be able to do that. And I don't, and I think Edson will be there in the second round. And I think Makwan will get tired, more tired. And I think Edson's just a way, way better striker and he'll get that done. I know you can, you say you think it's going to be Makwan, but. Well, I, I'm hoping for Edson. I don't know enough about Marquand. I'm just saying I heard a lot of overwhelming support for Marquand, which surprised I me. I Because I feel like I the sense I'm getting is that people are kind of giving out on Barbosa. Uh, yeah, people are forgetting. Y'all must have forgot. Okay, anyways. And then the really important fight, like you got a heavyweight fight between Ben Rothwell and Marcin Tyburo, but... It's not even really worth talking about. Go Rothwell. I like Ben Rothwell. You've seen nothing yet. Ha 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 That's a Ben Rothwell fight. But then you have the main event, which is a great fight between Marlon Marais and Cody Corey Sandhagen. What's your prediction? Man, I've been thinking about this a lot since we started this. I originally had Corey, then I thought about it, and I was like, you know, I just want Corey to win. It's not a look. It's not like a thought through thing for me. I just, I really want Corey to win. But now I, I think Marlon has a more complete striking game. I, I think Marlon's gonna get it done. I think he'll gas though. But I haven't seen Corey in a fourth round, so I don't know. I think Corey by submission. Interesting. When has he submitted anyone? Corey's been no? Am I completely doesn't do like any ground game. Oh. He's a boxer. He's got a great uh, body jab. Body oh, jab. I must have confused him with someone else. If not, then uh, definitely Marais. Knockout. No decision. And knockout third round. Knockout third round? I'm going to go with... Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, anyways. I'm going to go with uh, Marais. Anyways, thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you.